Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up? This is Austin J. Foreman, old school. We are coming at you live from 1040 O Street the day after Christmas. So we, I, I want to wish, and I'm sure Austin does as well or already has. Hoping everybody had a good Christmas and uh, was able to, able to celebrate as much or as little as possible, whatever they see fit. Uh, we are brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop located at 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill, every type of meat and every type of cut. So. Austin, NFL, there was some really good games, some really crappy games, but there was a lot of things that came out of this weekend, um, injury-wise, that was huge. And it, it was, uh, you know, it started off, obviously, with the Rams game. I felt like the Rams, you know, dominated on, on Thursday night against the Saints. We talked about that. But then we got into Saturday. And it was kind of two make them or break them games, I felt like. Bills, Chargers, Bengals, Steelers, right? Kind of just, all right, rubber hits the road. You guys have been, I always feel like these those these two games were kind of like the teeter-totter games for three of the four teams. I was the Chargers fired the coach and GM. Their season is just, they're ready. The U-Haul, right? They're, they're ready. Done. It's a U-Haul. They got a U-Haul season. But the other three teams were trying to keep themselves afloat. Right, life preserver, head above water, whatever you want to use, and Buffalo faced the Chargers all all the way across the country. Long flight, the longest flight that you could probably have, upstate New York and Buffalo, all the way to Southern California. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could. Only other places, maybe Seattle, Seattle, Miami. Uh, probably just Seattle's farther than Miami. It's, it's close. I'm saying from Seattle to Miami. Oh yeah, Seattle, Miami. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the it's it's a close race. <laughs> Neither one of them I want to be on. And Buffalo looked like they were sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, Buffalo, you know, is, is fool's gold. What people don't understand is when you make a coaching change that next week, that is one of the most dangerous weeks for an, an for an opponent mm. facing a, a team that just fired their coach hmm. or GM or something that really happened. 
because everybody's on red alert. It's an uptick in attention to detail, uptick, uptick in effort. And you have a new lease on kind of your football season, even though their season is going to be ending very quickly. And Buffalo was in some trouble. And they escaped by their hair on their chinny-chin-chin. What do you think about that game? Do you think it – I want to ask your opinion. Do you think it was a gutty performance for Buffalo to win, found a way to win? Or was it more of light was shined on some of the eyesores that we've seen consistently throughout the whole year? I think it can be both. Right? Yeah. I think it has to be because – Buffalo's in the thick of the playoff race right now. They're, what, the, the six, I think, in yeah, the AFC. They're in so they're in. Not safe. No one's safe at this point. <laughs> yeah. So you do not turn down a win at right. any point, especially this late in the year. So, yes, it's gritty. You have to find a way to win when you're not at your best. Now, you got to start being your best soon. Mm-hmm. That, that much is fair to say. Um, but I think we know what Buffalo's issues are. Untimely turnovers. Um, have come back to bite them at some points. Stephon Diggs being a no-show basically for the last two and a half months. Yeah, less, what, eight games he hasn't won over 100? Right. Yeah. Which, that's a long time for a guy that's supposed to be the marquee player. That's a lot of money into not a lot of production. So, if he's not going to be at his best, the defense has to continue to step up. Josh Allen has been yeah. making plays all year. He's not the reason the Bills record is what it is right now. So, no, I don't think it exposed anything new about the Bills. They They have the same issues they have all year. But who were they to turn down a win right now? Yeah, yeah I think it's, it's a, like you said, a little bit of everything. It's good to see James Cook kind of have two games back-to-back, 20 carries, 70 yards. Wasn't the breakout game like he, said, like he had against Dallas, mm-hmm. but it was enough to kind of keep the Chargers at bay. And you got to think Buffalo was up, uh, you know, 14-10 at halftime, you know, uh, 21-13, you know, and then, you know, Chargers, you know, came back in the last mm-hmm. quarter to make it a little bit closer. But I think it's just... With Stefan Diggs, I think the way the season started, and I always talk about this, when, when you kind of disrespect the, the sports gods, but in this case, the football gods, mm-hmm. coming into training camp, had a issue with Josh Allen, you know, that you just somehow, it, well, it manifested and you brought it to light the first day of opening a training camp. Well, that takes away from building continuity. Now you have to have a sit down between McDermott, Josh Allen, and yourself. When actuality, you need to be mad at Bean because he didn't bring in D Hop like I guess you were promised or made made to you, believe. Made to believe. Mm-hmm. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And somehow maybe you're bringing Josh Allen into it and you're still mad at him about the playoff. Like, that's what the offseason is for, you know. And I think right now you're seeing it because teams are going to be able to fixate on him, you know. And I feel like Kincaid, the the first-round t- tight end from from Utah, is just still developing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're seeing him not being able to step up or maybe he's somewhat checked out, right? He's, he's, he's You're happy to win, but are you really truly invested? Mm-hmm. I always say like this, it's like when guys are in the transfer portal, as soon as the season's over, they've been in it since week six. Right. Is he a week six guy? Uh, we'll see. The next game, which is obviously Aaron Davis' Steelers, 
34-11 shellacking of the Bengals. Um, Mason Rudolph, who hadn't started or played in a game in two years, uh, going against uh, Browning, who was the darling, mm-hmm. right? Because he came back and beat the Vikings. I think the clock has struck 12 on him. And Mason Rudolph has made him some money, whether mm-hmm. it's in Pittsburgh or somewhere else. And Mike Tomlin. <laughs> hey, Mike Tomlin, the, the obituary was written. <laughs> the, 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 the tombstone was being chiseled mm-hmm. there in Pittsburgh. The casket was ordered. And even when you have Ryan Clark, who is was a Pittsburgh Steeler for a, a long time, great Pittsburgh Steeler, said it was time for Mike Tomlin to leave because it wasn't a good fit. Lo and behold, that defense cranked it up for their guy, Mike Tomlin, and the offense looked phenomenal. Um, was it more Pickens finally getting out of his own way, 200 yards, or Mason Rudolph actually playing the quarterback position? Maybe a little bit better than we've seen. Two, maybe two years ago he wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And to wait and, and to kind of learn and still fight and keep your position on the team mm-hmm. after they bring Trubisky in and obviously pick it. Which one do you think it was? I'm going to give more credit to George Pickens, but through Mike Tomlin. Right. Think back you now two games ago. Pickens is on the perimeter, not blocking. Yeah. So he doesn't want not to be rolled trying. up on. Yeah. Right. Just standing there, not even really getting in the way or anything like that. So I think a lot of coaches would have benched him. Would have publicly called him out, questioned right. his effort. And I'm sure Mike Tomlin challenged him, but he didn't bench him. He didn't go away from him. He, with a backup, third string even, quarterback and Mason Rudolph right. said, feed this dude. Four catches, 195, and a couple touchdowns. That's George Pickens, I think, paying off Mike Tomlin's faith in him and, and yeah. answering the bell. Right. So, yes, having a quarterback that can get him the ball obviously helps. I'm going to say Mike Tomlin hasn't lost it. I'm going to say he did a good job connecting with that player, keeping him engaged instead of casting him aside, and that led to a big performance. Yeah, I think he's, you know, Mike Tomlin is the perfect coach for a George Pickens, for a Johnson mm-hmm. that they have right now. Obviously, Antonio Brown, uh, Claypool, um, the other one, that, uh, Martavius Bryant that went out to Oakland. Tremendously talented guys in very, very limited competitive awareness that's what mm-hmm. i think you have you know with with pickens i think mike tomlin challenged him personally because when you heard that uh, when they asked him what he thought he's like he, he responded appropriately mm-hmm. um but then also how many times can you go back to that well can you win a championship with that type of player because being in pittsburgh and being a championship quality receiver you got to think i guess you could throw santonio holmes in there but santonio holmes wasn't to this magnitude Heinz Ward, Antonio Holmes, those guys were accountable and they were reliable. Mm-hmm. Randall L. Randall L. Reliable guys, mm-hmm. physical blockers, team guys, still explosive receivers. I just wonder if those Mike Tomlin doing one of the best coaching jobs to coach that dude, right? Because you got to mm-hmm. have a lot of patience when right. your job's on the line mm-hmm. and a confidence in yourself and the player and your whole program in the end, be let down by that. When that player, Pickens, Claypool, all these guys, when they get to my age, be like, man, I wish I could go back and change some things. But sometimes when you're a coach, you're willing to go to bat for your players. You're willing to do things for your players for the better of them to even your detriment. So, And I think good coaches don't let their best players have regrets because right. they pull it out of them instead right. of letting it get to that phase. Yeah, because, I mean, you could just put on the tape of – if I was if – I was, Tomlin talking to Pickens, I'll just put on the tape of the guys. Do you want to be one of these guys? 
that don't live up to your potential? Or do you want to be, you know, as good as you can be? Yeah, mm-hmm. we could play better quarterback, but playing quarterback doesn't have anything to do with your lack of effort because it mm-hmm. wasn't just a lack of effort on that play. You just don't magically not try on that play. This is something that you've been doing for very long, like even against mm-hmm. the, the Colts, I think, right? Did they play the Colts this year? Or who was yeah, it? Yeah, the Colts right. just beat them. In the end zone mm-hmm. where you just sat there. Right. Right. And you and then you get and then you're mad that you don't get a, a touchdown uh, mm-hmm. you know, thrown your way. So very interesting starts the week and we're gonna come back and finish off the half. I want Austin to think about what was a bigger upset or what was the bigger game? And that was from last night. Raiders beating the Chiefs in the way they beat the Chiefs or the way the Chiefs played, or the Ravens beating the 49ers the way that the 49ers played or the way the Ravens beat them. Which one was more uh, important or which, or which showed us more? Jay Foreman, Austin Norman. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.